0: But yeah, I just feel crazy, like, and I have this earache. It makes you, wa- it makes me think too, because my mom has the same ear situation. Hmm. And like, how much she just probably doesn't value herself because I don't know how she puts up with it. Like, I don't have insurance, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going. Like, I'm going to the damn doctor because it's so uncomfortable, and my hearing is very important to me. Yes. But it kind of made me feel bad for her for a minute because I was like. She's been dealing with this her whole life. Wow. <laughs> and it's probably something as simple as like an antibiotic or something. Yeah. Man, and Hopefully. then like
1: not having a job, not having insurance means like copays or like doctor's visits are like right. Just ridiculous. So you can't take <laughs> care of yourself.
0: Yeah, but she had insurance when I was growing up. I'm just wondering about like her self-worth. Like she probably didn't like she wasn't taking care of herself obviously you know yeah. what i mean that's what it, that's kind of what it's telling me i guess i'm being um nice to my mom today <laughs> well <laughs> we'll see if it lasts how about
1: that i don't know I've been i don't know why nice to my mom too not really like just i mean like i'm not talking to very... her i'm just <laughs> yeah. speaking kind words <laughs> just been very patient with her i haven't talked to her since i told you about like what happened but um do you feel tension or do you just not care? Uh, It's just... It's just... We're moving past it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a rug so we can sleep it under yeah, it. Yeah,
1: just... We <laughs> and
0: each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this. The, the first Bible token Bible. of the ironic priesthood with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so? We agree that our
1: throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their loops. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place?
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm like in my own little world, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I thought that might happen because we're not looking forward to like re-recording again these two episodes but um it is what it is and i'm looking forward to it being (laughs) i'm looking forward to having like
0: a good project like a good finished product yes
1: yes it's gonna be chill today too like my episode is gonna be a little bit um heavy right because it's like based on something that we don't associate with and it's not exciting for us to talk about
0: (laughs) uh yeah i think it's gonna be informative let's say informative not heavy informative yeah because like eh, there's nothing really heavy about the temple to me anymore i mean i don't know how you feel about it Mm. but uh i think it's something that people non-members and even some members who never achieve uh temple status they wonder about you know sure yeah i definitely like i definitely always was like what the hell (laughs) you know i will get into we'll get into all that but like it's uh it's it's a huge part of the culture and being temple worthy is a status um symbol sort of thing a temple recommends kind of a status symbol so it's an an interesting part of the culture um and i think (laughs) i mean just everyone's like what's with the castle downtown it's the temple yeah in salt lake city it's the temple and Kendra's gonna tell us all about how you have to be worthy to go inside. And yeah. we're gonna talk I mean we're gonna talk about my experiences too. I have very few experiences with the temple. <laughs> Bobby was a temple goer one time. <laughs> I went to the temple once. Um apparently everyone can eat there. <laughs> everyone. I thought I was fucking special.
1: No. <laughs> nope. Not okay. Well Yeah. I just I just know that this is like a down day. Like you don't know. I guess nobody knows. But I went to get a ketamine treatment today because i am oh. feeling very down. So yeah, I think I think we're kind of. I think it's
0: nerves too because yeah. we're about to release this bad boy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like I'm like getting a lot of signals from the universe that just to be authentic and not worry about it. Yes. <laughs> but there's always that thing in the back of my head where it's like, I'm gonna have to deal with this with one of my siblings, or I'm gonna have to deal with this with yeah. one of my friends, where it's just like, it's how I feel. I don't don't mean any bad things. I don't always feel good about everyone all the time. That's unrealistic.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And also, like, it's going to be imperfect and we're going to grow with it. So it's like, it's got to, it's just got to, it's just got to. Yeah. Well, I was reading this thing today. It was like a
0: Twitter thread and I don't Mm have the, I don't have the source. Don't even ask. By the (laughs) way, I did, I went and got some french fries at a Pepsi and I smoked a joint. So Uh,
1: (laughs) I'm so proud of
0: you for eating. I am, <laughs> I am. I cooked breakfast for Lisa today, and I had like, I didn't even eat that much. And I was like, "Well, I'm done. Well, this isn't fried <laughs> enough." <laughs> no, I made a bacon sandwich later, and it was delightful. But um, that sounds great. <laughs>
1: Happy birthday, Lisa! Happy birthday, Lisa! Oh, uh, Lisa, it's your birthday. no, don't.
0: That's copyright. But that is, I sing her that song every birthday. I sing that to her. <laughs> I
1: used to sing that song to my friend Mar Lisa marlisa she's a great friend hi (laughs) marlisa hi marlisa her birthday is may 9th i miss it every year you know why i fucking suck at birthdays
0: i do too i either i either never forget them or i'm like nope don't know don't know (laughs)
1: yeah or i remember and i'm like well she was my friend in second grade and i haven't talked to her in six years i should not like hbd her timeline right now oh my god no like abby
0: my oldest like no lisa's my oldest friend i live with my oldest friend but <laughs> uh abby was like my best friend growing up and i text her every birthday and like she won her birthdays in june and it's july right now and she like wanted to shoot the shit and i was like no we're done <laughs> we're done here <laughs> like i told you happy birthday and wow. that's it. Like, the I don't want to. No, We're not catching up. <laughs> we're not. catching we're not. up. I don't want to hear down. about it. <laughs> no, I do love her, but it's also like, I don't know her anymore. So yeah. I'm not going to like, like if someone tried to like infiltrate my birthday with small talk, I'd be pissed. So yeah. <laughs> I'm yep. just trying
1: to lead by what I want. Like lead by example. <laughs> I
0: also like, do as I are the golden rule,
1: people try to wish me happy birthday. And I, I literally am like, please don't. I don't, I feel like you get what you give. Uh-huh. or you deserve what you give and uh i don't give anybody happy birthday presents or like i don't even remember them so please don't remember mine
0: i don't, I'm def- I, don't <laughs> I don't care about I'm definitely, I'm definitely like a random tuesday gift giver i don't really like to adhere to like christmases and birthdays and stuff especially christmas i'd get like super stressed out and not have yeah. money and yep. then i'd be pissed off the whole time and i'm like well you can either have me here happy or <laughs> <laughs> But well, uh, it I did was, give
1: you a gift, not for your birthday.
0: I just yeah, you're yeah. a random Tuesday. That you're just like that's how I feel like that's that's the kind of friendships I like. I like I saw this in Joanne's.
1: This is perfect <laughs> for Bobby, even though she'll hate it.
0: No, I'm looking at it right now. I like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but it's funny too. Another like weird, I don't know, poignant with our situation thing was uh, Lisa was saying the same thing today about how she's like uh because she's like I'm like I can't believe you're going back to work. I'm like, tell them it's your birthday. And she's like, no, I don't I don't like to tell people it's your birthday. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, maybe it's because my mom makes the whole month of October about her birthday. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that could be it. Yeah, that might be it. I'm just listening here.
1: <laughs> we all have mom issues. I know, we <laughs> all do. Like, you all can't we avoid have. it.
0: <laughs> 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 and like, it kind of makes you feel for moms, but it's also like Oh my God, I saw a comic today that said, uh, it's this girl. Did I send it to you? It's this girl. She's signing books that said in the book title is my horrible life. And then her parents were like, well, if we knew you were going to be a writer, we wouldn't have bit, had no. given you such an awful life. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because when I was younger, what, like right when I was about to leave my mom's house, uh-huh. when she'd scream at me for hours, I would just eventually start writing words down. And she's like, what are you writing? I'm like, I just want to make sure I don't forget this. And she'd oh. ease right up. She just, she'd stop.
1: Jesus. Bobby, like, you're such a genius. <laughs> I know, right? I always am listening to those TikToks that are that are like, um, if they are embarrassed by you t- talking about their way that they treated you, then maybe they shouldn't have treated you that way. I know, right, like maybe. And if you're <laughs> embarrassed by like kindness, people talking about oh, when you're kind, maybe there's something wrong with you too. Yeah, <laughs> I think people have shit to say about me, but um, I think. The actual truth of that is, is if they wanted to come to me and talk to me about it and, like, make me feel accountable and, like, actually tell me what's going on instead of talking about me behind my back, mm-hmm. I'd be open to discussion. But I also don't want to sit here and be told, X, Y, Z, you're a shitty person, and then me tell them, this is why I was acting that way, and I apologize. Also, you have shit that you've done to me, and they shut shut right up and they don't want to talk about the shit that they've done to me. No, thanks.
0: Are you feeling something here? Is something happening
1: I'm a little pissed. That's very specific. Are people talking shit about you behind your back? I don't know. And I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Like That's the thing is like, if you're talking shit about me behind my back, go for it. You can talk to my face though. And if Um, you're not going to be accountable for yourself, then I don't want to talk. I just barely said that. It's fine.
0: What did you learn about ketamine? What did you learn on your ketamine trip? I learned that. um, It's
1: really sweet. (laughs) Uh... I just learned that being bisexual does not mean that I've missed out on anything when I know that I'm in love with my husband.
0: I'm so glad you came to that realization.
1: No, I mean like that's what I've been like telling Spence all the time, but sometimes you
0: haven't been feeling that happy. Sometimes
1: it feels like I wasn't able to be authentically myself. You know what i mean before but just like coming around to the conclusion and like feeling secure in that answer has been really hard because you can look at your life and be like damn that girl was really hot and we were really close and we could have fucked and (laughs) never mind i guess um but i mean your life's long who knows what's gonna happen down the road Oh yeah, but then by then my tits will be even more saggy. So wasted my good boobs. Uh, but but- isn't that, I mean, I'm not bisexual, but isn't that the appeal of having hooking up with a chick is
0: like she has a female body too. So there's like yeah. no judgment. Yeah. I feel like that's the only thing that would pull me in.
1: I feel like uh so, I don't know, I just want titties in my face. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh yeah, just like I was rolling real hard. Like, that's what psychedelics do. The benefits of ketamine are not that you roll real hard. Okay. Like,
0: no, it's that. We'll have a whole effects, episode
1: yeah. about ketamine, but just being in a place where like everything feels clear to you. Like, I had like little snippets about like the deaths that I've been processing, you know, like life stories and like just like the love of my life is right here. And regardless of their gender, I'm lucky to have found them. And being bisexual doesn't mean like I get but to choose have either been with or well, you
0: would. Yeah. Like you, who's to I'm say you like, would have been with them anyways. You don't. Know yeah. I
1: mean? Yeah. It's just that I'm like open to all and I'm grateful that I got what I got. So.
0: Right. Well, that's good. Good for you, man. Yeah. I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Should we do this? I don't want to do it. But just send been... it. Let's do it. Okay. So it's the temple. The temple source these are my personal experiences that i'm going to be quoting uh i feel like i've said this in the last episode that we recorded but i feel like people hesitate to talk about the temple because it's secret or it's like it's not safe it's fuck
0: it's sacred it's the the yeah. world it's sacred That's <laughs> like it's you're not, not you're not secret. supposed to talk about that it. you're it's, not supposed to yeah, yeah. sacred you're it's, not supposed to talk about it you're not supposed to talk about it like this is probably the biggest blasphemous episode we're gonna do right i don't think so because (laughs) like as far as like the mormon standards are concerned because we're about to like Open the temple doors, as it were. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, this is the
1: bl- most blasphemous episode we'll do. But to me, it feels not blasphemous because I'm just talking about my personal experiences, right? And everything that I'm talking about, you can find it online. So people who <laughs> want to look for it, they could find it. It's like I'm saying, if, I'm if like, any a,
0: episode in this in the first season is going to get you disfellowshipped. it yeah. will be this one. It's oh, going to be this one. That's what I'm saying.
1: At me. LDS church, (laughs) just slide into my DMs and let's (laughs) talk about it. Uh, No, but um, I liken it to like my grandma's spaghetti salad recipe. Like I bring it to the barbecue functions and people are like, oh my God, this is so delicious. What's in it? And I'm like, I can't tell you because my grandma swore (laughs) me to secrecy, but you can find it online. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Oh, I like that. I like that. That's a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's literally in the Betty Crocker cookbook.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Better Homes and Gardens. I told her that the her super secret pie crust recipe is in the Better Home and Gardens uh, cookbook that Spence brought into this marriage, and she was pissed. Um, she was like, "Oh, somebody snitched." Somebody <laughs> I was like. Snitched. By the what? way, ward cookbooks
0: are like the best cookbooks oh, yeah. ever. That's kind of that's another thing I miss about being a Mormon. Um
1: when we have like our like <laughs> what is it called? Like our flock, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a live show where we're just going to do a Mormon potluck and bring all these Mormon dishes <laughs> and everyone, have wine for sacrament. <laughs> Everyone'll
0: have a uh, casserole farts. No, we're going to make uh we're going to make casserole farts. <laughs> <laughs> This uh, blogger, she's a Mormon blogger and I apologize again, <laughs> I have no source material, but uh, <laughs> she said that uh, churches smell like cleaner and casserole farts. <laughs> and my sister sent me that like, year- I felt like on MySpace, this is years ago. And we died. We were like, <sighs> dying <laughs> because it's like, yeah. It kind of smells like... Yeah, actually. It kind of smells like... it, And like, I feel like you associate with a lot of stuff, like funerals. Like, funerals and weddings smell the same.
1: Well, Mormons, funerals For and weddings m- smell the same. Yeah. For Mormons, yeah. Yeah.
0: And, like, good times and bad times smell the same. <laughs> it's very strange. Like casserole farts and cleaner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I'll continue. That was, I mean... That was too far. It's a side t- tangent. It's what we do. It's where there we're it from. Is. Sorry. That's, there it is. <laughs> okay, all the temples that I've attended. The only reason why I'm saying this is because it's not like this is a one-off experience, okay? Right. Manti, Utah. Okay, these are all the Utah ones. Manti, Salt Lake, St. George, Draper, Ochre Mountain, Jordan River, Provo, Mount Tipponogus, Bountiful. All of the... Temples outside of Utah, Chicago, Winter Quarters, Omaha, Nebraska, San Diego, Los Angeles, and Nauvoo. And all of the experiences are all the same in all the temples. I've done multiple things in
0: all of those temples. It's like McDonald's, though. You know, there's uh, comfort and familiarity.
1: Yeah, it's all the same. Okay, so my question to you is, how important is the temple in Mormon culture? it's
0: the it's like the goal it's like if being lds was like a money marketing scheme and mlm getting Mm -hmm. the temple would be like the top i guess right like i would think so for like the non like
1: elders you know yeah and like every child learns that like everyone wants to go to the temple families can be together
0: forever (laughs) yeah so if you go to the temple and you get sealed that means you will be together forever. If you follow the temple like, lifestyle, you'll get in the celestial kingdom, which is the higher
1: up. That's yeah. just kind of like the basic, yeah, you know, like the rundown of it. So getting baptized is like you're you telling ba- yourself yeah, you that baptized. you're going to go to the temple. And then when you get to the temple, you're like, okay, now I'm enduring to the end. I'm doing this. I'm doing this bullshit. Sorry. I'm doing these <laughs> steps to enter into the celestial kingdom to be with God again. That is the whole thing.
0: And it's also like, um, it's like a what the piano hanging dangling over your head because like it makes you, you you usually get sealed before you're even like born. Like I yeah. got my family got sealed when I was like four, which was you know I'm the baby of the family. That was a while. Like the Jack Mormons or like the bad families or whatever yeah. <laughs> get sealed later in life. Uh, you should get sealed when you're when you get married in the temple or yeah.
1: whatever, right? So like if you do get sealed to your spouse before you have kids, then all your kids are like yeah. born so, in the covenant.
0: So you're raised this way to say you got to live a certain lifestyle because if you stray, you'll break the seal <laughs> and then put us all in jeopardy or whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. I don't know if that's how it is, but that's how it's presented to
1: me as sort of like a fear thing. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> all right. So then now I'm going to talk about <laughs> The temple recommend interview. Okay. Um, by the way, I've been to one temple. It was Manti. <laughs> Bobby. Wait,
0: actually, I think I've been inside the St. George Temple.
1: Okay. Well, that's cool, too.
0: I mean, I was very young. I remember just walking up a hill and being pissed <laughs> that it was, like, hot outside at night. Hot out here. <laughs> Ugh.
1: But it was before they dedicated it. Oh, okay. Just, I've yeah. been to so many more temples, just walkthroughs for dedications for sure. So
0: oh, well, uh, but I'm just saying like
1: <laughs> you can, any non-member or member can go to an open house. Like just don't give them your name and number. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> That's a pro tip. Do not give them, give them your neighbor, give them your neighbor's name and number or, you know, someone down the street. Be safe. Yes. <laughs> just like
1: stay out of it. Okay, as of October 2019, these are the Temple Recommend questions, okay? Okie doke. Do you have faith in and a testimony of God, the Eternal Father, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost? Do you have a testimony of the atonement of Jesus Christ and of His role as your Savior and Redeemer? Do you have a testimony of the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Do you sustain the president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints as the prophet, seer, and revelator, and as the only person on the earth authorized to exercise all priesthood keys? Do you sustain the members of the First Presidency and the quorum of the Twelve Apostles as prophets, seers, and revelators? Do you sustain the other general authorities and local leaders of the church? Thoughts so far?
0: Um... Did your okay when you were because I've only did this, done this interview once. I've only mm-hmm. did this interview one time, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but he just kind of had me um, give my testimony. Oh, no, I've had to, I've always had to answer these questions. And then he was like, Deeply, yeah, but I had the second president, the second counselor who was like, Oh, yeah, he just kind of pulled me aside before we went because I, I avoided yeah. my uh, bishop meetings like the fucking plague.
1: Yeah, because don't lock me in a room. <laughs> well, and also my mom threw a Book of Mormon at the bishop, so. <laughs> i was like i don't want to look right at him (laughs) i think the second counselor also is the one over the young women yeah that's what
0: you were yeah yeah you said that before
1: they they like they like do the young women's my my second counselor always did my youth interviews too uh okay so then the next i'm not
0: special again it's fine i'm just saying (laughs)
1: like
0: no i feel like mine was very informal like they were waiting for us in the car to like they're like hey what's up
1: hurry up yeah okay i'm signing this for you (laughs) yeah Okay, so this says, do you strive for moral cleanliness in your thoughts and behavior, and do you obey the law of chastity? Do you follow the teachings of the Lord? Do you follow the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ in your private and public behavior with members of your family and others? This one's the one that always lies, got me in lies, trouble. Lies, 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 <laughs> lies. <laughs> this, this next one's the only one that only got me in trouble because I answered it wrong one time. Okay. Do you support or promote any teachings, practices, or doctrine contrary to those of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints?
0: What did you support, you heathen?
1: Gay rights.
0: Oh, well, when did they ask you that? How old were you? This is a, like, so this is the
1: same thing you've been getting asked since you were 12. Mm-hmm. And as like, when I was 16, I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> About the gays. <laughs> oh, good it's for fine. you, man. That's but good. But then they were like, well, just say well... <laughs> no. Just say no for this. <laughs> I'm like, okay, no then. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no. <laughs> I don't know if that's... They're like, it's basically just asking if you go to another church and you like pay tithing to another church and i was like oh no i don't do that and i was like okay it's like that the doesn't, that's not they the question make... that you asked me <laughs> 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 do you strive to keep the sabbath day holy both at home and at church attend your meetings prepare for and worthily partake of the sacrament and live your life in harmony with the laws and commandments of the gospel do you strive to be honest in all that you do are you a full tithe payer do you s- understand and obey the word of wisdom do you have any financial or other obligations to a former spouse or to children? Wait, what? Yeah. You have Why? to be uh you have to be honest number 1 honest in your dealings with your fellow men and if you have if you owe like child, child support? support or alimony okay. that you have to be up current with those. <laughs> Shit, Uh,
0: that's actually not not, not necessarily a bad thing, I guess.
1: Hey, they got some points here. Yeah. (laughs) Do you keep the covenants that you made in the temple, including wearing the temple garment as instructed in the endowment? Are there serious sins in your life that need to be resolved with priesthood authorities as part of your repentance? And do you consider yourself worthy to enter the Lord's house and participate in temple ordinances?
0: Yeah, he just made me bear my testimony. He asked me if he thought... If I thought I was worthy. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. I like that. I think um, that's how it should be.
1: <laughs> how many times have you sat through this meeting, roughly? So Temple Recommends are valid for two years. And so I got them done, I think, every year for youth baptisms. I think because they, they want to make sure you're not masturbating. And then <laughs> or if they if you are, they want to know about it, they want to if, hear about it, or if somebody's not touching your boobs, uh yeah, exactly, they're like, hey, give us the juicy dates give us give us them dates <laughs> so uh then so, and then I got one for my temple recommend for when I was endowed to go on a mission, and so like that one, so two thousand nine two thousand eleven and then like and
0: and then before your wedding right
1: yeah so like every year before my mission and then three times in the official one yeah
0: is there at any point where it gets less or more severe the questions or no they're all they just stays the same no
1: it stays the same and like there there are 15 questions and then the discussion in the temple recommend interview expounds on that so if you do feel like you like haven't paid your full tithing then you can say i'm really trying to make up for tithing that i whatever but sometimes it's it's also bishop roulette too because like
0: it depends on like how lenient the bishop
1: is yeah so like my my bishop when i was younger when i was talking about like i think that blah 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 gay people should not be considered garbage in our church then he was just like didn't want to talk about it but like was like oh that's something different and then you know when i was talking about tithing they'd be like well if you promise to be current today then you can still move forward you know so sometimes (laughs) it was like depending on how nice the dude was or how stickler he was or you know i don't know
0: do you you prefer a bishop that's more or less of
1: a stickler and like what's what's your what's your philosophy what's your policy i just think that like my whole philosophy was that scripture that says the Lord looketh on the heart. And, um, if you were trying to go into the temple recommend interview to, you know, express your desire to enter his Holy house. And you were like really trying to keep all of the promises that you made to God or strive, you're striving to be good. Then you should go, even if there are some slip ups or questions that you have.
0: I feel the same way. Like, I think like, um, It shouldn't be like pay to play. Yeah, and um, it is it is about the effort. I do like trying to see if you're being like a phony. You know yeah. what I mean? If you're just, I think that's good. Like the child support and the stuff thing. Maybe it's just because my dad didn't pay child support <laughs> for a minute. But uh, yeah, uh, I think it's. Uh, did you get asked a child support question when you were um, a child? Yeah,
1: <laughs> you did. No, 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 no. There are some questions that you get skipped. Like questions, it says questions 12 and 13 are omitted when youth are interviewed for a limited use recommend. And 12 is financial obligations and 13 is about temple garments.
0: Mm, Okay. So like if it's a no brainer, then obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Like I owe the
1: school for lunch. Do you wear your garments? (laughs) I haven't gotten them yet. I haven't. I would if I could, sir. I wear my panties. And they're (laughs) always clean. They're always clean.
0: Um, okay. So Temple Recommend. Do you, how many people do you think lie
1: about them? Pff, fucking everybody. The Everyone lies. The yeah. amount of times people were like, oh, I just lied about that. Like, masturbation. <laughs> oh, I just lied about it. Like Yeah,
0: I, I always thought that was, like, a mortal sin. It's like, why are you trying to get into this thing if you're going to lie about it? And
1: honestly, like... Oh, fuck, have I lied about masturbation? Sure. But I also... <laughs> Well, it kind of sets was sometimes honest about it.
0: <laughs> and then you'd get in like
1: trouble. Yes. They're like, don't, you can't take the sacrament. Now everyone will know that you touch yourself.
0: No, I like the, why isn't she taking sacrament game?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the thing about Mormons is they're always checking each other. It's like very watchdog mentality. I'll talk about later. It's just,
0: yeah, it really is. And it's like these quiet ways to do it where it's like the ultimate gaslighting situation where it's like, you couldn't actually point it out. Cause it's like, well, no one's actually doing anything. It's mm-hmm. like, but everyone knows when someone's not taking the sacrament. Like, I have clear visions in my head right now of looking at someone and judging them. Yeah. Like the last time I was, someone skipped sacrament. I was like, ooh. Even when I wasn't like a Mormon. <laughs> 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 and then also the anxiety I felt going to like uh, a mission return mm. a speech because oh, yeah. like my friend had been gone for two years and not taking the sacrament because, as I've discussed plenty of times on this podcast, I do think like doing something that you don't believe in is blasphemous yeah to yourself yeah so like i'll skip the sacrament when i'm uh at sacrament meeting mm-hmm. and i have anxiety over it still <laughs> like where it's like people are looking at me like why isn't she and then like i get the attitude too like i mean i've talked about this before too when bosch came home or whatever and i went to his homecoming after he was done talking i got up and left and my grandma got mad at me later <laughs> she was like that was so embarrassing and i was like why and she's like because right when your friend got done talking you got up and left yeah and i'm like ki i came what i came <laughs> for
1: grandma <laughs> i like, "I was i went there to see him the main speak. act is over i
0: gotta go home <laughs> i gotta take a nap she's like but i but everyone saw you get up and walk out and i'm like what did what would like you would you rather be just for the show and it is funny how much shit people mm-hmm. Endure, endure, and lie about <laughs> the accent. I'm hyper aware of my Stop.
1: <laughs> the one time somebody mentioned to you, I was like, I knew it. <laughs> don't well, fucking like, change my co-host. I want I her per- to have the Utah accent. Damn it. <laughs> it's well, it's very, it's
0: unique to me. But anyway, um, the just the things that people do like endure and lie about to make themselves look worthy. Mm-hmm or not embarrassed like did my grandma really want me to sit through 45 minutes of sacrament meeting just to avoid her embarrassment and yeah. in her head she's probably like why couldn't she just sat through 45 minutes of sacrament meeting to avoid my embarrassment yeah <laughs> you know it's like i went and got high in the mountains that's
1: more religious to me <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna keep going okay but uh no you shouldn't stay in this church for show <laughs> okay Temple well, ceremonies. Say, it, just, it
0: just ties into like how people lie about, you know, yeah. their temple ship.
1: So we're going to go through baptisms for the dead, initiatory, endowment, uh, sealing and calling an election. Make sure. Okay. I guess a little rubric. Okay. <laughs> baptisms for the dead. I think a lot of the imaginary myth people, I don't know. Oh Yeah people are always like we don't dig up dead bodies and i don't know a goddamn soul that has ever thought that we dig up dead bodies to baptize them
0: i mean i'm trying to think of it from like an outsider's perspective because we've just always always known this right sure so uh when someone said to me, baptisms for the dead i wouldn't think of someone as being like what is it a, a proxy like so a stand-in or whatever the hell mm-hmm. like i wouldn't i don't know if my mind would immediately go to that <laughs> like i don't know yeah but no I, i've never heard I've never heard anybody say that they think we baptize dead people, but maybe it's just because I'm not hearing them, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when someone says, oh, you're baptizing dead people, my head immediately goes to the ceremony of baptisms for the dead because I've done it before. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, what happens is
1: (laughs) these young kids age 12 or 13 to- No, I was 12. Yeah, Yeah, 12 12 to- Whenever you get 18th? your baptism... Whenever you get endowed for your mission or marriage is that you go to baptisms for the dead. And... Uh, Can you do baptisms for... Like, Could if we were members right now, could we go do them? Like, me and you one day? We could do them, right? Sure. Why the hell not?
0: Like, I'm saying, like, what are old, the old people
1: who go to temple work doing? What are they doing? They're doing the other thing. The rest of it.
0: Oh, the, like, temple marriage shit yeah, and stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: So, <clears throat> baptisms for the dead. You're, you as a child are like getting baptized for 15 people or getting confirmed for 15 people and what they do is like they get you in the temple um baptismal font and you're in a white jumpsuit and they say and it's really warm baptisms yeah no okay no but we we will no we will in the missions We'll do it in the mission
0: part. Well, let's just do like a quick run through. So like baptisms, it's the same ceremony as your normal baptisms where you get, there's a ceremony, there's a baptismal font, you get dunked, and then there's a confirmation. Anyways, continue. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So they say, they raise their right arm to the square and they say, Sister Clark, we baptize you, or by the power of the Holy Melchizedek Priesthood, which we hold, we baptize you for and in behalf of betty orsbin who is dead and um in the name of the father and the son of the holy ghost and then they like dunk you under the water make sure you're all the way under and then they bring you up and then they do it again sister clark uh by the power of the mother because of the pieces which we hold we baptize you for and in behalf of merrily jones who is dead Blah 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 dunk 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 15 times usually mm-hmm. Uh, then you get up, you get squeegeed off and then you grab your towel and run down to the, um, thing where you get dressed (laughs) again and the, the,
0: the the baptismal font room is this huge great room. The one I've been to is Manti, but they're all the same, right? Yeah. They're all, yeah, they're
1: all the same with the little stuff.
0: It's very like Vatican, but like with Mormon stories, (laughs) there's a lot of like painted, scenery and oh yeah the but
1: font. in the newer temples it's very white and clean and no murals which manti like the old pioneer temples they all have the murals well oh. we'll talk about that.
0: <laughs> yeah like think uh leslie nope murals on the <laughs> temple <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: actually it's the pawnee <laughs> city <laughs> hall but, but for like, Pioneer <laughs>
0: with the pioneers and um Like elders sit along there's like a bench along the wall. And then like the font is this big gold font, um, with like
1: oxen pulling it. There yeah. Um, There's twelve oxen underneath it in a circle. It's very grand. Yeah. Yeah. And you usually get confirmed first, which is like they give people who have already been baptized for proxy, like the Holy Ghost, and confirm them a member of the Church of Jesus Christ. So yeah. That's all that happens in Baptisms for the Dead.
0: And then apparently they take everyone down to eat. Yeah. Everyone. So, like,
1: uh, Bobby thought she was a little bit special.
0: For, like, years and years and years, I was like, oh, yeah, I've eaten in the temple cafeteria. I'm so cool. But then in Kendra went ahead and just crushed my soul. Like,
1: uh, you mean you went to the cafeteria where they feed all the youth? <laughs> and you get to pick your salad and your cake and your sandwich? Oh, that sounds so
0: good right now. Honestly, you can get
1: temple food at the Lion House Pantry in Salt Lake.
0: Yeah, but like at what cost, man? You what have to go. What am I going to endure? You are having
1: to go and eat temple food and be a little bit triggered and be like, oh, I didn't know that this was going to be triggering today. I
0: didn't know this. No, but I'm like, what like annoying conversations am I going to overhear? All of them. Yeah. No, like I can't. Like I can't sit. We through. should go.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> asking for their wine menu hey, um where's the wine what pairing would you suggest can i get a latte <laughs> what would go good with
0: the boxed wine i have in my bag do you have coke coca-cola caffeine they do now though aren't they like shareholders in the old absolutely there <laughs> oh great love it okay so that's baptisms for the dead and it's it's what all the youth does we get indoctrinated pretty early and we get told as we're getting older that the older we get it's such a huge like responsibility and honor to do baptisms for the dead and it, it's a cool experience for sure <laughs> it's a unique one yeah Maybe not cool it's a fucking unique experience
1: And yeah. <laughs> like you get but, praised for it and they're like thank you so much for helping bring souls to christ and you know what i mean the whole mm-hmm. premise is that you know like in the plan of salvation episode we talked about spirit prison there are there are spirits of people who have died and not known the gospel of jesus christ of latter-day saints who Mm, need to be baptized so that they can continue on in their spiritual journey to the celestial kingdom so it's just like (laughs) the step so
0: i love how like the idea humans are such dickheads (laughs) like we honestly think that what goes like if god was real what goes on on this planet would matter to god at at all like if God's holding millions and millions of people in prison because we have to do the work, whatever. You, it's just the whole premise. He's like, hey, have you heard
1: of the Mormons? And they're like, no. And they're like, okay, right this way, down this dark hall, you're going to go to spirit prison. You're going to meet some dead missionaries. They're going to teach you some outdated uh, gospel doctrine that those people on earth, they don't teach anymore. Blacks in particular. Black just ignore that part then you're going to take a right and be waiting for somebody on earth to do your genealogy and to submit that name onto ancestry.com so that the people on earth can upload that name in their temple and then make sure that some 12 year old with pimples is going to be baptized for you.
0: Wait, I have a question. Okay. Um, Was Hitler eligible for baptism for the dead before MLK?
1: Don't know. See the source like, of this the source of this episode? Personal experience, internet searches. Okay, so I guess we can internet search, but
0: it's not gonna tell us anything. No. Um but like black people were black people allowed to be baptized into the church and before nineteen seventy eight. They weren't, right? Yeah,
1: they could be baptized. They just couldn't hold the they priesthood they couldn't hold the priesthood, so therefore they couldn't go through the temple and receive their So basically what they were doing was baptizing heavenly slaves.
0: So oh great super that, forward thinking <laughs> holy shit! that just took my breath away like i'm laughing because i'm uncomfortable please because i think it's funny please those <laughs> of you at
1: home please continue to laugh because you're uncomfortable because isn't it the Christ, truth
0: that's so uncomfortable that is so awkward dude oh my god but are they going to be heavenly slaves or is their skin going to turn to white
1: because so they're... then there's another teaching yeah that they will be they will have to be okay unofficial teaching I got this from some old lady I feel like lady. I'm going to vomit
0: right now by the way that, that that literally felt like it punched me in the stomach
1: Um, I also feel like I've been punched in the stomach by a religion
0: <laughs> me too like all the time okay sorry Continue.
1: Uh, th- so this is the grandma lady who was the niece of an apostle and she like was under the tutelage of prophets she said that a woman mm-hmm. <clears throat> the niece you know no Malaires, huh? She's, well, she's just the niece, right? There's other people. But she's just like, okay. shoulder just to shoulder. Asshole, so okay, I'm okay, okay. sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> she's shoulder to shoulder with these people of like old times, like Bruce Armacocki age. Okay, so they're real fucking racist. You act like I know who Bruce Armacocki is. The re- the racist one. Uh, we talked about it in other episodes, but you were probably high. <laughs>
0: I was probably blocking it out. Yeah, also, you don't need to take <laughs>
1: notes. Like, this is not important it's information. Not this is not on the final. <laughs> um, she said that when black people are resurrected and they have a choice to enter the celestial kingdom, they will have the choice to be cleansed of their sins, a.k.a. their race, and it's enter the celestial pain. kingdom or keep their racial identity and have a different kingdom. Huh. Don't at me, okay? <laughs> this woman is no. dead also. No, but I she, know. This is what she like, told me.
0: Who can look at that? I mean, I don't know. It's like how people were like... Oh, what's his face? People like slave owners were forward thinking for the time. But they were still slave owners. But it's still like, how can you look at that? I don't know. I just like... There's so much contradictions especially like this you know the second article of faith we believe that men should be punished for their own sins and not for adam's transgression yeah like why are they still being punished and
1: i don't know the whole thing's just like
0: wonky as fuck to me Yep.
1: (laughs) initiatory initiatory is for people that are preparing to receive their endowment it usually is initiatory endowment all in one okay no, expl- I don't know.
0: I don't know. Okay, explain okay. that to me. Okay.
1: It's just two different ceremonies. There's initiatory and there's endowment. And they're usually done around the same time because it's like a two for one deal.
0: And this is like when, before you go on your mission yeah. or before you go through the temple? Before you or get, like, married. get married or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Okay.
1: okay, so the initiatory is a washing, anointing, dressing in the garments, and your special temple name is given. Um, this used to be done completely naked, but in the 90s, they um, decided to, and okay, it used to be done completely naked and they would physically scrub you and then anoint your body with oil. Then... Until when? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember.
0: Oh my God. I wonder if that happened to my mom. Yeah, absolutely. It <laughs> I mean, it happened
1: to my our grandparents, so... Oh my God. Yep. Okay. Then... Uh, sometime in the 90s, they implemented a shield where you would be covered with like this poncho, this mm-hmm. white poncho, and then they would like do it underneath and like touch touch with holy water, this the skin around the area, but not actually do it. Then by the time I was in going through the temple you could you put your garments on first so like they would wash you oil you then give you your garments and help you put on your garments symbolically but by the time I got there there was a shield and you put on your garments already and the washing and anointing and dressing and garments was all done symbolically
0: did you get this done uh pre or post when that uh, footage le- was leaked remember when that the temple footage was leaked Oh it was like my early God. days of YouTube. Listen, like
1: a- right before, right before I went through the temple, I went to the Richfield City Library and I looked up that YouTube video, uh-huh. and I got fucking freaked out. And I delete, I like exited out and like left the room. I was like, "This is evil. I'm not gonna do this. Like, <laughs> this is this is not. This doesn't feel good."
0: So this was like right before then. Yeah. Uh, so like they pro- did they change it like they've changed, they changed it so it like many right times. Yeah, yeah. Since. But it's, uh, it's just funny the influence that uh, outside entities have on this religion.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the name given that you are, you're told that you're given a special name and that it will be used as a key later in, like, entering heaven. But um, the name that you're given, I was always told, was a special name that God selected for you. But what mm-hmm. it really is, is just a list of biblical names that they cycle through based on the day of the month. So, like... Yeah. When I went through, my temple name was Huldah. I went through on the 26th of some month. It's not that name anymore. They've changed it to a much um, prettier name. I think it's Dinah now. But it was like, <laughs> I'm a Huldah. <laughs> Huldah was a prophetess. It. Hell yeah. So I felt really fucking special. Because then... In Jesus the Christ by James E. Talmage, nobody's gonna know what that means. Uh it says somewhere in one of the footnotes that names given are actually blessings and that if you uphold your covenants that you will receive the blessing which the name was. So if you like received a name of Hulda, then you would become a prophetess or some shit. Like anyway.
0: it was it was like it was like a four four seeing of your personality. Yeah, it was like, like
1: a calling if you would step up to the plate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: <clears throat> anyway, look up your temple name on the oracle.com <laughs> or some th- something. You can just Google temple names Me? by day. Anybody, yeah.
0: Okay. The Oracle.
1: Oh, you want you want the real one? Just put LDS Temple Names Oracle. Temple Names Oracle. Da, da, da. What's the letter consideration? Of yes, that's one. What's the name? What? What's the name? It What's is name Naomi. Naomi. <gasps> Naomi. Um, and shout out to all my Naomi's, you know who you are.
0: You know who you, know you are, Naomi's.
1: I love that you know some Naomi's, it's so creepy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and the mel is Japheth. J A P H E T H. yeah. Japheth maybe? What the hell? Anyways, are you a Claudia or a Priscilla? Fourteen May fourteen. I'm Priscilla. Priscilla, yeah, that's Elvis's uh, wife's name,
1: (laughs) Priscilla Presley. Fourteen year old child, another child bride. There you go. (laughs) We'll talk about that Uh, in later episodes when we talk about Pioneer Heritage. Uh, Okay, so the next step is the endowment, and so during the endowment, um at least in the Manti temple there used to be like a progressive where you would sit in a room, you do a little part and then you would walk up a little set of stairs, sit in another room, do another little part, walk up a little set of stairs. So we're like doing like actual little steps to get to the celestial room, celestial kingdom room, celestial like symbolic room where it's like all pretty, all gold, all white, all beautiful, all peaceful. But, um, so that's yeah, like kind you, guys of, are
0: gonna, you guys are gonna notice through this whole entire breakdown of the church. There's so much symbolism. Yeah. Even even the sacrament meeting thing, where it's like a silent shun. It's sim- It's just all symbolic. Yeah.
1: So what happens is in each of these little rooms, you make covenants. And so this is what the first covenant that you make is, or like, I guess promise that you make is that they make you sit down and say they're like, okay. So the women are all on one side of the room. And then the men are all on the other side of the room. So it's like divided down the middle. And they're like... And
0: there's like a, is there like a sheet up? Or are you guys looking at each other? You can look
1: at each other. I would just all stare at my husband over there. <laughs> or see if there are any prospective like return missionaries that I eyeball. <laughs> okay. uh, so yeah, it's like church pews. But the women are all on one side of the building or one side of the room. And the men are all on the other side of the room. And then um, they say... Okay, so when you, the first time you go through, you have like an escort with you. It's usually your mom or your grandma and some family members that are going to help you go through the temple for your first time. And the first thing that they say is that, hey, what's up? You're going to make some temple covenants and you're going to have go, to abide. Hey, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> you're going to have to abide by them for the rest of your life. So if you're not ready to make these covenants, you can raise your hand and we'll escort you out.
0: Ooh, Have you ever been over there where someone raised their hand? Not
1: a, Not a one time. And I, I almost did it myself. <laughs> I almost, be like funny. I almost did it myself the first time, but then I was like, well, I kind of don't know what they are, like, and you, you can't talk back. you're just there to listen. So like, listen,
0: if there, like, if there's any listeners out there who are temple worthy and are ready to leave the church, if you want to do one more
1: one <laughs> where you go in and you get escorted out, we film it. Oh, no, I'd love it. No, you Uh, that's only for if you do it for yourself. So it, it's your first time. The other times oh, that you okay. go through are for dead people names. Oh okay. OK, so like it's your first time. You're brand new. You have no idea what's going to go on. And then they're like literally t- the whole room is just talking to you. Like, hey, oh. you're it's new like the here. Ultimate peer pressure. Yep. If <laughs> yeah. you want, if you don't want to abide by these covenants that you're going to make with God in this temple this day, please m- make it known by raising your right hand, and then everybody looks at you, and then they're like, "Good, okay." Now you're going to be, uh, you're going to be held accountable for the temp- these covenants that you're going to make, but you're not going to know until you're making them.
0: Oh, so it's like, uh, it's like
1: entrapment. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Or something like they're like making you agree to something before you see it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So here are the covenants that you make in the temple. The first one is the law of obedience. So, and this is like, this is just the basic breakdown. You know, there's a lots of script or um, play happening. There's like either a film or a play. I think it's going to all be filmed now from now on where like adam and eve are on the screen and they're like acting out the like the this whole thing um but it's like a little mini play and you're like involved a little bit and so the first law or the first covenant that you covenant is the law of obedience where you this is the one i did you obey you promise to obey your husband as the husband obeys the lord but now they've changed it because of women empowerment to say that men and women are going to make covenants to obey the Lord. Are you following me? Did I lose you?
0: So what they're... Sorry, I had to close my door. Um. So what they're saying is that like for the women, they obey the man and the man obeys God. Yes. So everyone should be looking to the man for guidance on earth.
1: Yeah. And that's why there's like... A lot of inequality in marriages where the priesthood holders will be like, well, you're supposed to defer to my decision making because I'm obeying God. But now I think even since like 2018 or 19, they've taken out that language and they've said, all patrons just covenant to obey God. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Huh. it's interesting how god changes his mind so much he he does for for a guy who <laughs> should have gotten it right in 1832 right he didn't finally releasing the one true church he's, he's just making upgrades, upgrades, so upgrades. Up.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like i need you to upgrade and restart your device yes
1: <laughs> oh that prophet was wrong sorry <laughs> so then uh every time this part would come up I would always look at... Well, first, I'd be fuming because I'm like, I ain't, no, I ain't making no covenants to no man. I'm here by myself. For
0: fucking obvious reasons. Yeah, you got there on your own. Yeah.
1: But then the second thing is when I got married and we would do temple sessions together and Spence would like always like, hee-hee, over at me. Then I'd just yeah. flip him off across <laughs> whatever space between us lived where he'd be like... The hey, space and I'd just like, but sweet. I was like, covenant with this, fucker. Like...
0: we were pretty crass
1: because he was like and then he would be like obey my priesthood and i was like i'll this was like day to day you know you should obey my priesthood." yeah it's
0: like it's like a joke, but yes. like a lot of it, like, it's funny for you guys. Cause it's a funny joke, but there are serious yes. situations where it's used as abuse. Yes. Like abusively. But <laughs> yeah. listen,
1: I've endured enough abuse in my life. So, and he is just a tease. And so he'd be like, Oh
0: yeah, no, Spencer's just like a, he's like a kidder. Yeah. So
1: obey my priesthood. And I'll be like, I'll punch you in the priesthood. <laughs> Don't ever You'll say that to my me priesthood. again. And then he's like, what's my priesthood? I was like that. that's the only reason why you get the priesthood is because of that penis yep that one right there and i'll punch you you in it i'll punch you in your priesthood yeah anyway so that's the first that's the other rule okay so then the second law that the second covenant is that you will uh the law of sacrifice where you covenant to defend the church even if it means you lose your life
0: uh, yeah that was a huge one too which i got taught at a very young age like oh yeah they, they said, were
1: preparing it... <laughs> you for all of these like little stories
0: yeah. Yeah. they uh i remember the example i always used was if you are held up in like like a bank like a bank like if you're a hostage or something and they're suggesting that it's another, someone that's a different religion is asking you if you believe in god or what religion you believe in if you deny it there's no coming back from that yeah i like think that's the ultimate sin yeah so many <laughs>
1: tropes of like if i was held at gunpoint and they asked me to deny the church of jesus christ Latter Day saints i would not i would rather be shot and you're like i would
0: rather be shot okay
1: and, like that's never gonna happen
0: they'd also be like and you never know like god's protecting you so maybe he'll be like i want to learn more maybe he'll turn that guy's life around
1: yeah or maybe it <laughs> will plant a seed And, or maybe God will stop the bullet because you were faithful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Like your head's gone, but no, nothing got on your garments. So it was a miracle.
1: (laughs) And then there was no blood on his garments, (laughs) but his brains were everywhere. Everywhere. But his garments were untouched. (laughs) This next, uh, covenant that we make is our favorite. Well, is my favorite. It's the law of the gospel we are required to give unto you the law of the gospel as contained in the holy scriptures to give unto you also a charge to avoid all light mindedness, loud laughter, evil speaking of the Lord's anointed, the taking of the name of God in vain and every other unholy and impure practice and cause and to cause you to receive these by covenant. All arise. Each of you bring your right arm to the square, Each of you covenant and promise before God, angels, and these witnesses that you will observe and keep the law of the gospel. And this charge, as it has been explained to you, each of you bow your heads and say, yes, that will do. (laughs) Now you've been to a bit of the temple, Bobby.
0: Great. Well, I don't think I would made it that far because I would have definitely like stubbed my toe and taken the Lord's name in vain or giggled too loudly.
1: I was like, we're not supposed to laugh anymore. (laughs) <laughs>
0: so what like happiness is out is that is that yes
1: <laughs> taking the lord's name in vain i mean i get i get that one i never would extent. do it but then like now i do it i'm like fine it's funny to me how different religions teach what taking the lord's name in vain is because like pastors and studies of the bible are like that means that you don't swear to god when you're lying you know what i mean
0: right or like um go to war in the name of the lord yeah so like the the whole entire like what is it the renaissance or whatever no the crusades Crusades. that was blast that was blast yeah absolutely for
1: sure well we have problems with lots of religious things (laughs) uh the second to last law that you covenant to do is the law of chastity which is no sex outside of your marriage
0: but what will i wear <laughs>
1: you'll wear your garments, and you'll rub each other's butts uh, over the garments. Only that, uh, that piece of duct tape on in the shorts to get some action. <laughs> I don't even know if that's gonna make it into any episode. Oh, it better, it better. <laughs> <laughs> the that's some quality such, Mormon entertainment so, right there. So wild. Anyway, the law of consecration <laughs> is the last one and this is what it says in connection with the law of the gospel and the law of sacrifice, which you have already received. It is that you do consecrate yourselves, your time, your talents, and everything with which the Lord has blessed you or with which he may bless you to the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for the building up of the kingdom of God on earth and for the establishment of Zion.
0: So what does the word consecration mean? It
1: is pretty much uh what 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 people say is it's like communism, but that's Satan's that's Satan's counterfeit for consecration.
0: <laughs> is is socialism? Or communism?
1: communism is Satan's counterfeit for consecration, which is you give everything to the church and they will distribute it evenly amongst the saints.
0: So what they're saying is, it's like saying, now that you're doing this, you have to pay tithing. Pretty much, right?
1: Now that you're doing this, not only do you have to pay 10%, you have to give, you consecrate yourself, your time, your talents, everything with which the Lord has blessed you, or with which he may bless you.
0: So it's saying, like, if at any time someone needs something from you, you have to give it to them, right? The bishop. The bishop. the the church
1: you give it all your time your talents your energy or like
0: is it just the bishop or is like a member
1: uh i don't know i don't know anybody who is actually living the law of consecration so
0: well that's that's okay so what brother polson said was the because he was you're describing what he was describing he's like if we were true in the law of consecration, concentration consecration am i saying right (laughs) okay it's a made-up word. Um, he's like, even like your four wheeler would be down at the bishop's yeah. storehouse. You can use it when you need to, but it's everybody's. Yeah. But he's like, but it doesn't. It wouldn't really work out that way. Like, there would be no members or whatever. Yeah, but is brother. <laughs> so he's like tied. His brother Paulson
1: living the law of consecration. So could he tell you by example? No.
0: Yeah, but he's saying that like it's not. He was explaining why it isn't. First of all, he explained what it was. And then I was like, so I asked him the same question, like, well, where the hell, you know, is all your shit at the bishop's house?' He's like, no, that's what tithing is for. Mm.
1: So I think the other caveat is, I don't know what caveat means. I just use that word. (laughs) For the building up of the kingdom of God on the earth and for the establishment of Zion. So it's like, if you have land that would be good for the temple, then you're commanded to give it up. Uh, If you... So that's this you, is why
0: are you commanded like do you get paid for it or should you just i have give no
1: idea but that's why i was asking you on the music episode if like mm-hmm. janice cat perry she's giving her time talents everything with which the lord has blessed you to write music for the church is she getting paid for those things or did she covenant in the temple to give it up free and clear for jesus
0: I don't know. Cause I feel like they could make more money off her tithing. You know what I mean? Like there's more of it. There's more of an income on her tithing of her being like a secular, like being secular than for her to just be like, here's my talents. You know what I mean?
1: Good point. Did not ever think of that. But,
0: but I also think that like, if that was truly how it was, like it would take a very dedicated, it'd be almost like a monk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it wouldn't be financially successful as it is. You know what I mean?
1: Because, bottom line is that they're in the money making business and not <laughs> bottom in line the, is bottom line yeah. yeah
0: not in the like eternal salvation right. business and it's like so i wonder because what would be the point of having possessions you yeah. know what i mean and that's such a that's such a human trait especially an american trait yeah. and especially like a small town utah trait where it's like he who dies with the most tools or t- <laughs> uh, toys wins yeah you know I what i mean boat, like, i got a boat i got a
1: tractor i got a four wheeler i got I, a side by side i got a razor
0: like I've heard my dad say that. He's like, my brothers and I are in competition. Whoever has the most toys when they die wins. And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've wow. ever heard like, in my life. And it's also like very anti any religion in my yeah. opinion. So it's, like, but so it's like, but if you were like, hey, yeah, okay. There's no motivation to make enough money to own a four-wheeler. Yeah. But if you make enough money to own a four-wheeler, you're giving 10% to the church, you're making money. That
1: makes sense. That makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense to me too. I mean, that's how I saw it. I don't mm, know. I'm liking it. Add us on that one. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know
1: the truth. <laughs> the other parts of the endowment session are tokens and signs. So tokens is like handshakes to get into heaven. Yeah, they, have they special teach handshakes. you special handshakes to get into heaven. They're straight up ripped off from the masonry. Masonic,
0: yeah. The
1: signs, the names of the the names of the handshakes are also given. And then the signs, because you're not supposed to say the names of the handshakes, but you can give the sign of the handshake as proof that you know the handshake and you know the associated sign.
0: Isn't it like, isn't it like you bring in one of your fingers when you're shaking someone's hand? It's like straight up stolen from the Masonic shit, right? Yeah.
1: There's like different ways to put your hands or fingers and then they're like, do you know the name of this yes i know it but i can't tell you but this is the sign of this particular handshake so then they're like oh okay okay. you do know your shit you know what i mean
0: right my mom showed me one handshake once the only one she could remember and it was like i was like this is so fucking weird i also felt like i was doing the devil's deed because you know indoctrination
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i still practice all my uh tokens and signs and names uh, with my husband as a joke, just because it's funny. Yeah. Well, he sometimes we just like hold each other's hands and then we slip into a token, and then he hates it because then so I weird. go into the entire like veil ceremony. Oh. Like I've memorized this. Sh- <laughs> I've memorized this shit from like going so often. Like right, so, right. and then he's like, "Shut up! Stop!" And then he'll like <laughs> throw things at me until I be quiet. <laughs>
0: No, it's funny because we, I mean, we've talked about this before, but like how if you're with a bunch of just Mormons, you could not, you could all met each other that yeah. day. Every, you can bust into these weird manners yes. that we all have, whether it's hymns or sayings yes. or whatever. It's its so There weird. are lines from the temple that I'll
1: say out loud and I'll be like, what's that from? That's from a movie that's from something that's from what's that movie. from and people will be like it's from the temple you dumbass i'm like oh yeah and you're like oh Forgot.
0: Shit.
1: <laughs> what is that what is wanted <laughs> like all of these things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no there is certain things like that i have that those things where i'm like what the fuck is that from and then i'm like oh it's a Mormon thing for
1: christ's sake i could never be free <laughs> <laughs> it's in here forever uh one of the creepiest things that happens in the temple that people say is like one of the most beautiful parts is the prayer circle so people can like put like say that somebody in my family was really struggling with their faith or like their health or something then i could put their name on a list like
0: prayer lists are very common yeah like and uh people will even be like i'll put you on the prayer list like that's like that's almost like a well wish yeah. or something. I'm
1: gonna, and it's a nice gesture. Like I'm going to invoke the power of God yeah. in the temple t- on your behalf.
0: For what it is, for what people believe, it's a very nice gesture. Yeah. If you're not a believer and they're putting you on the prayer list because you're questioning your faith, it's very obnoxious. Yeah.
1: Um, so they just <laughs> write your name down and they put it in a little like little secret box, and then they take all those names and they stuff it into like a bag. And then they put the bag of names on like a little, it's like a little leather bag. It doesn't look trashy. Like it's not like a Piggly Wiggly or like a Walmart bag.
0: It's like, a, it's like a, it's like a Crown Royal bag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it smells good.
0: <laughs> it's, it's green velvet. It right? looks, it looks like
1: uh, a scripture tote. It's just like smooth leather. It's got a top zipper. Oh, okay. So the, that's like all these names are in there. I'm not sure that they're actually in there. I think it's just symbolic. But um, well maybe it is. I mean, who knows?
0: I bet that. I mean, it seems like a good a good uh. You know, system because it's random. There's no like you just get through yeah. it. Yeah.
1: So they put the this bag of names on the altar, and then they say, "Hey, uh, whoever wants to participate in the prayer circle, you can come up." And every new member, new endowed person, has to go and be in the prayer circle, and then they um. They take, so that it goes, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, all around the circle. And then if you don't have enough boys or girls, then they keep being like, we need another brother, or we need another sister, or we need two more sisters, or whatever. So they kind
0: People, of... The amount of just, like, weight that's put on gender, yeah. which is such, like, an Earth thing to yes. me. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? Especially because, like, we're going to leave our heavenly bodies, or, or we're going to leave our Earthly bodies and have heavenly yeah. bodies. Do we have dicks and vaginas in heaven or does it doesn't yeah matter? because do we, we su-
1: need to make spiritual babies for the next worlds God. that we're not getting apparently anyway we'll talk about that later <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so then you grab the boy if you're a girl you grab the boy to your left who's not by the who's not your who's not your boyfriend by the way with <laughs> one of those handshakes and then mm. you put your right arm like make a square with your hand facing forward and then you put it on the shoulder of your boyfriend. Oh, okay. Or maybe it's the other way around. One of them. Have, have you seen trading places
0: where they all do that, where he like has them put his hand on one person's arm and then reach into the person, the other person's pocket. No, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a way to like link people up and also, um, have like all like everything on the table you well know like I mean? in
1: baby blessings how they stand in a circle put their their mm, hand yeah. inside and then put their hand on the other shoulder instead it's your elbow on yeah. the shoulder and then you're putting your hand up right in the you can look it up on okay. youtube uh and then i forgot about baby blessings yeah there's
0: a whole ceremony to that yeah. too and a whole like social status to so that how many people you can get in the blessing yeah exactly and how many of them are wearing <laughs> white
1: shirts <laughs> yeah oh God. um <laughs> with, with long sleeves so then you like <laughs> say all these chants and then the person in the middle who's praying he says the the line of the prayer like father in heaven and then everybody in their circle father in heaven thank you for having us be here thank you for having us be so here it's, chant- yeah. it's yeah. chanting pretty much so then yeah. that was really weird um i've had
0: it's weird because it's weird because they like try to get us away from like witchcraft and stuff and this is yep. it feels like textbook the shit that they would warn us yep. against like this is like this is like a scene out of uh the scarlet letter but with like nicer surroundings it's yeah. not in a, it's not in the outside it's in a except building. for you're wearing
1: all of these different clothing's that are like yeah weird clothing like it's way more organized which is creepier to me <laughs> yeah and then like okay so i've had a couple of weird well i have one funny and one weird thing so one weird thing is this guy who was on my paper route who was an old man he was very creepy so he he like i always delivered his paper this was like junior and senior year i delivered his paper and then when i went on a mission he came to my mission like endowment like in the temple? No, not endowment
0: Your your farewell
1: one. Okay. So he found out that I was going to the temple that day. I was like, Oh, I'm delivering these a little early because I'm going to the temple or something, something. He found out when I was going to go to the temple. So then he went. And so then he made me come be his partner in the prayer circle. That was weird.
0: Did you feel like he was like trying to like stake his uh, heavenly? I don't know. I think he was trying
1: to hold my hand. You know what I mean? (laughs) How old was he? He, he was pretty old.
0: I just hate too cuz he was probably just being a nice old man but it was it, creepy. Was all these all these practices, yeah, it's creepiness. Like there's so many things where he probably just thought he was being a nice guy. He was probably he, or maybe he wasn't. But like there's so many of these practices too where you're like this gives me the creeps. Yeah. This creeps yeah. me out.
1: And then like right after I get done with the prayer circle in my own endowment, my my aunt reaches across my grandma behind her shoulder and rubs my shoulder. And says, "Welcome to the club. And, like, Uh, the alarm bells uh, go off. Like, I didn't want to do this. I didn't know what I was doing. And now I'm, like, in a club. Like, this is... Well, like, my brother Jake
0: thinks it's hilarious when uh, people, their After Temple pictures are just horror. horror Horror-struck. Like, where people, like, there are these... it's not uncommon for someone to get married in the temple, and when they walk out, be like, "I will never go no, back." No,
1: the <laughs> amount of garments that temple workers find in the garbage after they're shut up. Are you serious? Dead serious. The amount. Go into that a little. The bit. amount of garments, because like most of the time, they're like, "No, no, no." Yeah, most of the time, like brides have no idea what they're doing. All they know is that they want to get married in the temple, and they haven't gone through a mission. In order to get there, right. so their husbands know what there's, what's going to go down, but then they get in and they get endowed, and then they get married, and then they're like, you know, it's just all thrown at them all one day, and then it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't think so.
0: I mean, that's pretty bold to throw away right on the temple grounds, though, you know. <sighs> if I had only done that, but I was going to go <laughs> on a mission no i mean it's it's uh it's interesting what lengths you'll go to when everyone's you know like you were there with your mom and your aunt and they were all being like yeah this is the right thing to do this is the right thing to do like i used to say like i was freaked out with my mom telling me about temple stuff and it was my mom telling me about it and i was there with my siblings and stuff so it's like this is like such a like you're, you're born into it it's into you you know the temple's a sacred place so I don't blame you for not running <laughs> but I also know so many people who are like uh, like you said alarm bells alarm bells are like what the fuck mm-hmm. is this
1: yeah it's nuts <laughs> uh, we're gonna finish out the Because we're not done even with the endowment, but it says the next step is like they they explain to you the garment markings and you're supposed to go through a veil into the celestial room. And the Lord is supposed to put his hand through the veil and take you by the hand and pull you through after you like give him the names and tokens and signs of all these things. And then like to prove that you've gone through the temple or whatever. So it's like practice for when you get to heaven. But the Lord like, yeah the yeah. Lord, So you'll know what to expect. Yeah, the Lord so. is not Jesus. It's just some old dude that's representing Jesus. <laughs> i His name's not even Jesus. I fucking thought I was gonna see Jesus that day. Like I had a lot wow. of expectations And <laughs> I was like, Oh it's let down Oh it's just brother Baird from my t-. like it was really cute though. Can I just say like a, something that was really cute? People from my ward knew that I was gonna go through that day and they like like
0: Make sure they were there, yeah, so.
1: like the lady who did my um initiation initiatory, where she was like symbolically washing me, it was really sweet because like she'd watched me grown up, and she was a really sweet lady. And she was just like, and she was like excited for And I you was scared and... because I didn't know anybody. And I was just like in a new thing. And was so when she came in, she was like, hi. And I was like, hi. hi. Like I gave her a hug and it was really sweet. And she's like, I'm so grateful to be here today. This is like a really special thing. And I'm like, that that moment was special. And then like getting. No, there's a, that, that's, there's a lot of special moments like that.
0: Like I'm glad that my experience was mostly bad <laughs> because I, who's to say if I didn't have these cute little experiences because I did have some of yeah. them. But if it wasn't a constant, like, onslaught of, like, this was the only good experience I was having, was at church? Who's to say where I'd be right yeah. now, you know?
1: But also, it's, like, it plays into it. Like, these people that you've known all your life are now seeing, you know, you. And so when when yeah. Jesus turned out to be Brother Baird, the guy that, like, <laughs> teased me all my life and, like, we had so many inside jokes. So I was like, oh, Jesus is going to know me and love me. like. That was Aww, that was a symbolic type cute. thing.
0: <laughs> you can twist. Yeah, but it, yeah. it keeps
1: you in. You twist it so that
0: it keeps you yeah. in. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, you definitely make it suit you. You have to yeah. just because there's so much of this weird shit. Like we that the heavenly slaves thing. I'm still not over that yet. But it's like a punch in the gut. But like you make yourself stay for
1: certain things, yeah. and it's moments like yeah. this that help you figure it out, so that you don't you don't feel so that you don't feel like your whole life. You have all these special things and you tell yourself that those special little moments tell you that it is true.
0: It's sacrificing your own happiness for your family's eternal damnation to avoid it. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, then you go into the celestial room and it's just like a big ass, beautiful chandelier and comfy couches and pastel colors and beautiful real flowers and everything's like perfectly dusted and polished and, You get to sit down. There's scriptures there. What the purpose of it is? Like you get to sit down and like think and try to meditate and get answers from God. Sometimes, most of the time, I did not get any answers. I just felt peace because it's like a peaceful place and nobody's talking. Um, but then like, I'm not gonna say that you're forced to leave, but you're kind of encouraged to leave before the other people come in, so that like they have a fresh experience too coming into the celestial kingdom. And so you're kind of just like, or you've been there. This, this, the endowment takes like two hours. So you're like, finally get into the celestial room, sit down down and then be like, Oh fuck. Like my kids babysitters charging me by the hour. And like, I don't even get to talk to my wife or like make sex jokes in here. So like, let's go. (laughs) So we can go get some cafe Rio, make sex jokes, and then like go home. You know what I mean? Like, i don't know it's like people maybe, feel rushed
0: maybe do sex as well
1: there's no sex in the temple
0: no i mean i mean outside the temple oh. before the before you go home to the babysitter yeah on the drive home oh
1: wow that would be hot
0: after the cafe a little Rio. dangerous
1: also dangerous because <laughs> of the cafe Rio. Yeah. oh
0: wow uh,
1: <laughs> the last thing that i went through in the temple was a ceiling uh where i got sealed to my husband. And you do kind of like a quick little endowment ceremony where you just skip straight to the um, veil part, mm-hmm. and you tell him your secret name so that.
0: Okay, so it's an actual veil. Yeah, right? it's
1: it's like a it's like a curtain.
0: Like everything is acted out. Yeah, you're not. There's no like. Let me describe what heaven's like. It's like here's a visual representation yeah. of what heaven's yeah. like, right? Okay.
1: So and then you're like in your like temple clothes. There's a bunch of temple clothes. We won't get into it. Just look it up online. Um so like
0: <laughs> they're weird. They're fucking weird and all of our grandmas are like burying yeah. them.
1: And grandpas. <laughs> and it looks like grandpa's. terrible they're terrible choices in clothing. Um Yeah. So the celestial room so they like it's a short service where they like they make your husband pretend to be the Lord and then he does the like what is wanted Ugh. and like gives you the whole like keys and you say it verbatim and then you tell him your your secret temple name. He does not tell the women his yeah, temple name. Yeah, I
0: hate that part. That's always driving me Yeah, crazy. me too. Because he's <laughs> supposed
1: to usher you into the celestial kingdom.
0: Yeah, no, know. He's, he's your key to yeah. heaven. Like you can't get in by it without, without yeah. him.
1: Uh, I know Spencer's name. Maybe he'll share it when he comes on, but. Um, well that's because if I die first Then I'll call him you know what I mean And I'll be the lord in that situation
0: You guys are calling each other through the veil <laughs> God if there's a if there's a heaven I'm going to be so pissed yeah, I'm going to be so be mad It'll be the
1: worst especially if you have to wear that clothes uh, So Ugh. then you get sealed And so the only thing that I remember From the ceiling is that Instead of saying like I do You just say yes And the mm-hmm. language in the ceiling Is that you will like be faithful to each other. You will like, it's like, it's a kind of a short little like thing, but you look each other in the eye and then the language is like in the endowment, it says before God, angels and these witnesses. But when you're in the ceiling room or past the celestial room, then the language says like in the presence of God, angels and these witnesses. So you're making covenants to your husband and to God during your marriage ceremony in the presence of God. And you're pretty much saying that you'll like obey him and love him, whatever.
0: Um, that is one of the petty things that I didn't like about Mormonism that I was just like, F this is in the if you get married outside of the temple and the bishop does the ceremony, they you don't say I do, you say yes and I've known that for a lot of years (laughs) and I remember because my sister's uh I mean she's my friend now Marcy she when she got married um she was complaining about it and then I focused on the ceremony and I was like that sucks Mm -hmm. because I remember she said yes and see because uh her first husband was Mm -hmm. Mexican so she said yes and Mm -hmm. see interesting and I remember being like, this isn't even, like, not even our weddings are fun. There's nothing fun about this fucking religion. It's not. (laughs) Like, you can't even have, like, the I do. Like, you can't
1: say I do at your wedding. That sucks. Right, Spence said I do. And then he said, and I said, yes. And then he's like, oh, yeah, yes. (laughs) It was still special. but And then, like, you get up from kneeling across the altar. Like, he's on one side kneeling down on this cushion, like, step. And then you're on the other side, and you're holding hands in the in the secret handshake and then you're making covenants to each other and then you stand up and then you look into a mirror and they have mirrors facing each other so that it like, kind of like reflects back and back and back and back forever Mm -hmm. to kind of symbolize some eternity feeling. And then you uh, exchange rings, not over the altar and then you hug and then everybody cries. And then because, because uh,
0: that's what you do. You're expected to But also like, I felt like,
1: I felt like, it was. You were happy to mar- be, be married to Spencer. Yeah, I was happy to be married to Spencer, and I felt like I had sung all my life about going to the temple, finding your like family, and like he was so he was the right choice. He was absolutely the right choice. And yeah, it felt good. No, I
0: mean, I, I, and I don't want to talk. Sh- I don't want to be disparaging about the religion
1: If it's Flush your boat. What the fuck yeah.
0: ever. But um, <laughs> and it was floating your boat at the time. It right?
1: was one of the things that caused me to pause before leaving the churches because i was like i don't want to have broken these covenants and then broken the best thing that's ever happened to me which is my marriage suspense so yeah it made me pause right. but now i'm like yeah. oh those covenants i still made to the right person i just made them to a fake religion right
0: Yeah, that's that's really what it does come down to. It's like what you feel in your heart, and I don't think that has anything to do with religion. I think that's why religions are so flawed, honestly. It's because it's like you're gonna tell me what's in my heart. You know, you can't you can't like you can really change what's in your heart, can you? Like if you have a bad heart, you just have a bad one. Can you change? (laughs) Um, But it's like some people have bad hearts and they need to be told how to fill and stuff. But it's also creepy that they're so good at faking it too. But like you guys were making, you know promises to each other and you guys are you You guys are in love you guys are an adorable me. couple and you guys are a good couple
1: <laughs> so wherever you guys did it i'm glad that you are married me too and i have thought so much about like maybe we should like get married again and like renew our vows or something but like i think it's really special that you guys left the church together that's so rare it's really hard for people to not have the same religious, like to grow up and have the same religious experiences and then like leave and have different religious well, experiences now.
0: And especially because you guys have such different backgrounds, like his family, you know, they're
1: still, his parents are still together. Yeah. His dad was the bishop. You yeah. Know. They had, um, financial security. They have like yeah. their whole family gets along even though they don't. And like. Yeah. They are respectful yeah. of like, each other and like communicate respectfully.
0: I can can't imagine how you must have felt like he's gonna reject me. Did you feel like he was gonna
1: reject? Um, you? what year is it? Because it's been you still feel that eight way <laughs> years of me working on that. <laughs> because, um, I think I'm gonna count it up, but I'm pretty sure that ninety percent of my mom's relationships have not have can could all fit in my one marriage with Spencer. So mm. like dad's leaving, men leaving, dysfunctional relationships, that was the pattern that was established in my brain of norm. So when Spencer when Spencer and I have disagreements and I get upset, my first thought is like, well, this is it. And his first mm. thought is I know that. I know that. Yeah, so. his first thought is like, <laughs> well, this sucks. Let's work this, Literally, this sucks that we have to work on this. <laughs> But we'll work on it. Right. And it's, like, such an incredible feeling to actually feel like somebody is meaning to stay in a relationship instead of, like, looking for an excuse out.
0: Well, good on you for being vulnerable because I really feel like that's why I've been single my whole life is because of you know like you said like the patterns that you see that what you understand to be real it's like doesn't seem like worth the time Mm -hmm. to me you know to be in a relationship where i'm just like "Eh." (laughs) yeah i'd rather fuck fuck boys when i'm horny and just have good friendships with people i mean that's the life
1: though i mean (laughs) is it i don't know i remember i remember being incredible feeling incredibly lonely and not worth a whole lot but that was before i found a lot of my self-worth and i feel like I'm not going to say that, like, I'm looking for an excuse for Spence and I not to work out. But if I'm coming to the realization that if things did not work out, it would not be because we didn't try. or right. And if they don't work out, then I'm worth being by myself, too. And I don't have to, like, have somebody else's presence to validate my worth.
0: No, I mean, I, I feel the same way. Um, but I also think there is something about human beings need to be in relationships um maybe they don't though maybe that's just a lie we've been mm-hmm. told <laughs> so like i mean i feel okay obviously um i mean i have obviously have my set of issues we've discussed them at length and we will continue to do so yeah. but um i i think that that's just something like when you're not in a relationship you're looking for one I think that's human nature. Maybe it's not because like what it, what it comes down to Like when I'm actually like, if it came down to it right now, I probably would say no to a relationship, Mm -hmm. but I feel that I'm also always hoping for one, which is dumb. It's not dumb. That's
1: not dumb. I feel like people, I I feel like people deserve to be invested in. And I think, I I think that's like the number one thing is like, I don't know. Spence and I were talking about this today is like, we're investing in each other and that is something to be desired in a lot of people's relationships that like people are just either in their relationships because it's working for them right right now but if something becomes a problem they're not compatible enough or long term enough to like try to work it out and i feel like you you are within your rights to want to be invested in long term
0: no i agree with that um i just (laughs) I mean, I feel like I have those relationships with my friends. Like, Makaya told me that yeah. yesterday. He's like, I'm investing in you because he keeps just sending me money because oh. <laughs> he doesn't want me to be stressed oh. out because he's a sweetheart, you know? Which is, so, you know, it's something I've done for my friends, and it's so nice of him to do it. He's like, I have money. Like, he's like, I just want you to, eat, to slide into your job and have a good time and not worry about anything. Yeah. And he's like, and this, it's not a big deal. He's like, I have money. That's Don't worry really about sweet. it. <laughs> but That's really nice. I know. It's really nice. But he sent me... Um, more money this week. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'm investing in you, Bob. He's like, I love you. He's like, you're so like, he's like, I want you to be successful. He's like, I want you to be good at this job. He's like, I don't want you to have a day of stress. And like, I had to like tie up some loose ends. And then when you start that first job, it's like three weeks of no income. And I didn't have to give up anything. Wow. um, Because he sent me some money and it was so very nice of him. But even that, like, I sit there and I think, like, I don't deserve this. And I've got to tell myself, yeah, dude, like, you deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> but on the same token, like, Micaiah is a very attractive man. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, he and I have been a, together. Like, we've been buddies for years. But it's like, if we turn this into a relationship, it would probably ruin things.
1: I've been there. Been 100% been there. Yeah. But um, I feel like that that's our fear of abandonment talking, too
0: right but it's also like but like maybe maybe i'm not maybe not, i'm not a type of person that you can date you know what i mean maybe i've overthought it but the point is is you guys left a religion together and that just shows strength in your relationship more than anything like it shows this, how solid and badass your
1: guys' relationship well is. thank you uh but yeah. also to your point i don't think that you need to be like any kind of official to have fulfilling relationships either
0: i agree with that but um Cause Makai and I were talking about it. Cause I was like, why am I not a trophy wife? He's like, cause you refuse to fucking yep. date. And I was like, okay, that's fair. But I'm like, but that also isn't true. I'm like, I put myself out there. He's like, well, you and Phil were like in a relationship. I'm like, no, he wouldn't make it official. I'm like, I've never had a boyfriend. And he's like, but you guys were together for like two years. And I'm like, we would sleep together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, and we'd shoot the shit. Sometimes we weren't a couple. Like
1: we just weren't straight up. Here's another point to that women don't need men anymore to be successful point blank. And so I think a lot of men and women aren't in relationships anymore because the financial obligation or success does not ride on them being together.
0: Yeah. But to me, that's revolutionary because you can finally be together just to be together, which is what I've always wanted. You know, I've never wanted to marry a guy for uh, his money or status or yeah, but we live in a (laughs) time
1: that allows us not to, be tied down to somebody that we don't like anymore.
0: No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think that's awesome. But what I'm saying is I think what I'm feeling is a little bit like bummed that I haven't found someone like Mm. that. Someone that I'm just like, just, I don't even need you, but I want you, you know, like that's what I want. (laughs) And I want someone to feel the same way about me. But, um, so I'm just, I'm just complimenting you guys. I'm feeling sorry for myself at the same time. Thank you. Um, (laughs) and, uh,
1: to your lesbian friends point, uh, you could open up your, options a little bit if you wanted to decide that you are by.
0: <laughs>
1: i'm not since bi, it's though, a choice so. apparently to mormonism <laughs> yeah right it's a choice that was me <laughs> being facetious everyone every, everyone thank you and good night everyone <laughs> that i'm not done that, yet that's, though that's i'm not, not even done ah. with the temple <laughs> so we we gotta and we're back <laughs> the last thing that i have never experienced is in the temple is like a second endowment called a calling and election made sure where symbolically you're supposed to be your feet are supposed to be washed by Jesus and your sins are supposed to be forgiven you. And there's pretty much nothing that you could do to uh your, your place in the celestial kingdom is secured. So any sinning you do from here on out is automatically like. I mean, you could get excommunicated and that could be revoked.
0: Yeah. I was like, but Wait. <laughs> you could be
1: doing some lying for the Lord or some scandalous behavior. And if it's seen as uh, something that God could wink at because you are doing it to build up the kingdom of God on earth, AKA the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, then you're forgiven. So that's kind of something that happens. It's by referral only. I've only read about it online. Um, Or I've talked about it with the grandmotherly figure that I talked about earlier. Um, But that's like the last thing I know happened. And it's happened to some of Spencer's ancient relatives, ancient relatives, you know, ancestors. Uh, (laughs) I don't think that's happened to any of my ancestors. Uh, Although there was some there was some polygamy happening. So I don't know if that's also part of it. I don't know, but um, every general authority, including Area Seventies, I believe, have had their calling election made sure, or receive the second endowment. So
0: that means that no matter what, they're good. They're just yeah, everything they do is they're that they're doing the Lord's yeah. Deeds. And
1: I knew I thought that like Jesus would be actually washing your feet again. I don't know why I thought that Jesus could be all powerful and show up in a temple in His holy house sometime maybe because the um culture taught me that that was possible but um it's never it's never Jesus it's like usually like a general authority that's doing those things like washing your feet for you
0: um it yeah so it's just all symbolic yeah. he's doing it in in the name of Jesus yeah And that's it. That's it. So I thought it was as far as temple ceremonies go. As far as
1: temple ceremonies go. Now I wanted to talk. uh, I have a couple more things. Like uh, talking about. We'll just finish up with these last couple of thoughts. I think. Um, Temples across the world. So every general conference. The prophet. Is supposed to be. Like okay. The buzz about general conference. Is there's going to be new revelations happening. And like. Like one time. Like. God said don't pierce your ears more than once to women. Like that happened when we were like in 2004 or something. And that was the big revelation of General Conferences that God said stop <laughs> putting holes in your face. Um or like tattoos or what rated our movies like supposedly big revelations happen at these General Conferences. They happen every 6 months. Um so one of the big things that people wait around for is the temple announcements so like they'll be like i don't know when i was on my mission there was like we're gonna build one in rome italy and everybody freaked out because that's like the catholic
0: that's yeah it's like yeah yeah it's salt lake city for the catholics yeah. <laughs> i'm i'm gonna and google R- roman rome mormon yeah temple. thank you <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, I'm
1: trying to be I am I am in the website trying to find that information.
0: Uh yeah, there is a temple and it's um it's in Rome. Oh so they finally it was, built it. it. It was open in two thousand it was announced in two thousand eighteen or two thousand eight and it was uh opened in two thousand nineteen. Okay,
1: so it was eleven years. That's a long time. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what I think is that they just announced temples, that, like to kind of jazz up the people like guess what we're gonna do
0: how long does it take a temple to get built though a
1: long time so it's a lot of money they're like ele- 11 years is like they're multi-million dollar buildings yeah this temple's
0: cool yeah too. it looks like a Scientology uh, building well. this, ro- this Rome one <laughs> par for the course <laughs> it here looks very, it looks very like space age and stuff I just it's, think it's, that it's cool people
1: get overly and excited about temples they're like we're going to build this one here and people get excited and they like brag about it online <laughs> when it doesn't happen for 12 years. Right. Yeah. And it's also just like, a uh, if,
0: if you announcing that you're going to put a temple in Rome is like, uh, we're neck and neck with, yeah.
1: the, the Ro- it's the a, Roman, the Roman Catholic move. church. And it's like every, yeah. every opportunity for members to be buzzing about their, the religion is going to create more interest in the religion.
0: Well, and it puts you in the, it puts the LDS church in a conversation, even if it's just with us uh, on a greater scale, like Mormons are Catholics, (laughs) like not even, I mean, what's the, what's the difference in membership? There's, but like, I mean, we're getting there, but at 2008, not so much. Right.
1: Um, the membership I'll, I want to talk about the membership in the missionary episode that we're not going to get to tonight. Um, but, um, I did want to talk about the Tooele Temple. Did you hear about the Tooele Temple? Okay. So they announced the temple in Tooele and it's in Utah, Tooele, Utah. It's like the adjacent county to Salt Lake. And there's no temple in Tooele County because half of it is the desert that you use to drop dead bodies or to go drive across to get your weed just re- just
0: real quick for reference the catholic church has 1.3 billion members the mormon church has 16 million 16 and a half million so we're not even we're not even in the same yeah
1: and to addend that or amend or whatever word that um
0: active get at least 6 million members active yeah, yeah not
1: active yeah yeah so in toquilla they announced this temple and then they announced the construction site and then they announced that they were going to do high density housing around the temple construction site the the citizens of Tooele County petitioned against the church to be to build the temple and they <laughs> won
0: well no they're uh they're like Baptists on they? I don't they? know I don't know
1: but I yeah. was like you could tell the mormon church to fuck off out of your county i think that's incredible that's awesome yeah <laughs> no
0: A- A- abby's family is from Tooele. um her mom's side and they're she i mean she's the one who introduced me
1: to christianity like you oh, know wow. non-denominational christianity so i don't think they're super mormon no. over there uh also my entire pioneer heritage was from Tooele county Tooele and cash oh really yeah. so
0: i don't know what the hell i'm no 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 about, no, no. i'm
1: saying like it's absolutely true that they've like I don't know. They're just badasses over there. They're in the middle of a swamp and they're like, no, we do not want. (laughs) It really is a shithole over there. Like, every time we drive through, we're
0: like, wow, what Uh, a hole.
1: (laughs) I know. And it takes way too long to get there from the highway and from the freeway. I'm like, what
0: the hell's happening? But the other here? side
1: of it is I'm always looking up houses over there and being like, it'd be so close to Salt Lake, but it's not in Salt Lake. And it's like a little farming community. And my family's heritage is from here. And like, I'm always like, let's live here. And then Spencer's like, no. And then I'm like, no, we can't live here. But when you're like, I'm moving to Richfield with you. I was like, why? You don't have to. <laughs> I did I do tell Spencer like, okay, so we live in Harriman. Riverton
0: which is it's, it's pretty farm town and
1: it's pretty I mean there's a canyon drive that goes up over the mountain and into Tooele and we take it every year like it's really like
0: during the fall or it's what? a
1: beautiful time yeah spring and fall like we do it like when it when the canyon opens and when the drive right before the canyon closes and it's really cute and I always tell Spence like if you ever get divorced if we ever get divorced I'm gonna buy a house in Tooele so that you have to make this journey to come get your kid <laughs> Or I, like, pick something like Eureka in the middle of Juath County just to be like, come get your kid. I'm in Eureka. Come on down around. Uh,
0: like, I'm really going to make you come to an armpit.
1: Will you do, like, a quick Google thing, since you're better at than me, uh, about uh-huh. how much it costs to build a temple, like, the actual factual numbers?
0: Cost to build LDS temple... 3.5 million. 3.5 million. I don't believe that. I don't believe I that. I do. Are you kidding me? That's not that much. Oh, okay. Which is a total to build boast foundation walls 16 feet thick and 16 feet deep. Oh, wait. Uh Okay. Wait, wait. Originally answered, how much does it cost to build the LDS temple? The Philadelphia, Pennsylvania temple currently nearing completion and scheduled to, for dedication September, 2016. Uh, cost 70 million to build and the lot cost 7.5 million that makes more that sounds better oh oh the lot 70 million the lot the lot cost. no 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 the the original the Google answer says 3.5 it's not that's how much this that's how much the Salt Lake temple cost when it was built all those years oh
1: 70 so,
0: million 70 million so we're price tag of close to 80 with the lot. Globally Mormon temples and meeting houses are worth an estimated thirty five
1: billion. I don't doubt it. And I this is the yeah, this is either. the point that I wanted to make. Membership of the Mormon church is declining. Why yeah. do they keep building temples building. when the membership is declining?
0: Because it's a uh, it's it's fraud. real estate. It's, fraud. it's 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 yeah, well, it's real estate and it's like fraud to the taxpayers like yep. they're trying or not the tax the shareholders yes. where they're trying to make it seem like they're bigger than yes um in 2020 it managed about 100 billion in assets the church did
1: um that's the only the available funds that they can prove it's a whole hell of a lot bigger than that when they dropped the like when that whistleblower dropped there was like 100 billion in assets and that was only the one like enzyme peak hedge fund that they were managing there's Mm -hmm. so many more there's so much more money in the lds church
0: yeah no there's definitely so much shit they're not showing and there's so much shit that we're just as mem- as members we're just kind of it's kind of because like when you said uh, your father-in-law wanted to get paid to do photography I was like what are you talking yeah. about like the assets are almost the people yes too, you know what I mean yeah
1: because they're covenanting, covenanting to give themselves so they have the capital labor the human capital to like mm-hmm. th- you know that you volunteer to work in the temple that's like a blessing to be able to work. It's in the all free temple. labor, yeah. So you are like serving the food, making the food, spending all day doing the hosting of the ceremonies, or like walking around. Like those aren't paid positions.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like one of the only religions where you don't have to pay the leader of like the congregation, like Baptists and like non-denominational Christian. Like the preacher gets paid, um, and like uh, the priests in Catholic churches get housed. And Mormon, the bishops, they that's just like something they do on top of their job. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yes. not a paid position. you got to find the time for it. You're dedicating time and energy and you're not getting paid. It's a, it's a
1: heavenly calling. It's a privilege, yeah. not a job. And people eventually do get paid if they put in the effort.
0: Advance high yes, enough. Yes, advance
1: yeah. high enough. But you're never going to get It's an
0: MLM. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
1: Oh, huh, I am emotionally exhausted. I want to just—I mean, like we have like ten minutes left. Like, what are your thoughts about all of this?
0: I mean, it's stuff that I've obviously heard rumors about all the time. I love getting. I, the reason why I'm excited about this episode is because of the people who are already our fans and stuff who aren't Mormons who are going to hear this and be like, what the fuck is all this? Cause
1: I know there's some stuff you just glossed over. Cause it's just stuff we just assume everyone yeah, knows because it's just part of our life. Also lives, it's you know so I mean? intricate and so involved yeah. that I'm like, I have no time to explain the clothes right now.
0: Well, yeah. And if you get too deep into it, it's going to be like, no, who's going to listen. Right. I stopped listening. <laughs> I was
1: just like, just talk out of your ass. <laughs>
0: no but like i think it's very culty and it's very like uh, like i said like it's it's what they warned us about Mm -hmm. growing up not to get involved in this like ritualistic you know if i was going to describe a satanic ritual i would probably describe that but just the color scheme would be different you know what i mean yeah change the words a little bit (laughs) yeah and aside from the celestial room which is the mirror room which is freaky in of itself it i've been in that mirror room before it makes you feel things it's just it's frustrating to me that everything is a mind game it's all just a mind fuck and it's it's to get you like a like i i mean i i remember glazing over in this shit did you ever... Did, were you completely attentive the whole entire temple ceremony? Or did you did you gloss... Like, were you just like, I'm going the, out, I'm going down? The first time,
1: because I thought, well, I don't know what covenants I'm making, so I better pay attention. My ADHD has never been forcefully turned off so hard. I was like... Yeah, right. I was very attentive. By the end of it, I had a headache, much like the one that I have now, because I thought... I need to memorize this now, so that I don't forget. Because what if I die tomorrow and then I don't remember?
0: Yeah, that. I mean, I I get that pressure. I totally. And the the two things that like really punched me in the gut this time was at this episode was the heavenly slaves and the garments in the garbage can. That's so
1: crazy to me. I want to talk to people who uh went through their endowment and thought no fucking way because what my next steps were was i was not getting married i had no wedding to call off but i did have a mission that like we're gonna go preach this go do this yeah
0: strive for this and
1: i mean i'll talk a lot about that in a mission episode that i have written down right now um (laughs) but i did not expect this to take this long honestly but i guess since it's so detailed um but I was not going to cancel my mission because of the social and familial pressure that I had that I felt like I would let down everybody if I was just going to like back out of it. So I went through with it and, uh, well,
0: maybe that's the point that here is cause it's like, I guess people weren't as terrified of their eternal damnation as I was. I would never dare throw my garments. I would never go so deep into a, something Where I would be like, I'm done and throw them away on the temple grounds. Like, that's so crazy to me. That's so ball. Yeah. But I
1: think that if you didn't have like a next step that you were expected to go through with, like a marriage Mm -hmm. where you have a watchdog with you all the time, like expecting you to keep your covenants or a mission that you were preparing to go on or mission, you know, companions that you were around. like there's no opportunity for you to second question because you're just busily on to the next step. Whereas I think if somebody were just like going through this, like a baptism and like saying, well, it's time for my initiatory. That was weird. I don't think I want to go any further in the religion or that I, I went through the initiatory. I'm wondering what the endowment is about. And then there's like no second step after the endowment. I think more people would be ballsy enough to be like, this is not for me.
0: Well, I mean, maybe that's just the. I mean, maybe that's why I never got to that moment is because I did the the, you know, the walking before I went to the temple. You know yeah. what I mean? Where maybe a lot of
1: people don't. They just do what they're told and then they go through this and they're like, "Fuck this!" Well, you know, they have, <laughs> you know, I don't know. They have like a temple prep class in singles wards, or like if you're going to be a missionary, a mission prep class, a temple prep class, where they're supposed to talk about what you're going to do in the temple, and. There's no clue at all what any of this is. They're just like, you make covenants in the temple. Let's talk about covenants that we've already made. See, you're used to making covenants in in everyday life, so you can make covenants in the temple. What kind of covenants do you think Jesus would have you make? Yes, yes, yes. But they're not talking about, think- like, the pantomiming, like, slitting your throat that the people pre-90s did. Or, like, <laughs> right. you know, like all of the temples like they're not telling you what you're actually getting into um so they're going for like the shock factor you think or the shock value or no, i think that they just they just believe it to be so sacred and so symbolic and so experiential that like you're not supposed to talk about it and then when people finally go through they're like i, I don't know about that do you think that's why they let people get buried
0: and show their temple clothes or like viewings and stuff is to get you ready at an early age? Because at every uh, LDS funeral I've been to that someone's getting buried in their temple clothes, they open the casket and let the kids come touch the body. Yeah. Did they do that with every, like when you were
1: a kid, did you have to do that? I ever? did, but I didn't notice. Well, I mean, yes. So they don't have all of the temple clothes on. I think they leave off the green apron that happened. Have... My grandma had her apron really. On
0: yeah so. well yeah I, I like I remember the green yeah but
1: they're like, like I, I vividly remember the green this is their temple clothes their special clothes we're just dressing him so that they can be ready for when they greet Jesus and yeah I'm I'm 100% sure that that's why they do it so that that's familiar to you just to get you used
0: yeah, yeah so it's like it like evokes some sort of emotion yeah. in you where you're like oh this is how I felt like like because I feel like when I see the temple outfit I can't not think about my grandparents lying in their coffin yeah and so it pulls fillings that i was filling on those days but my grand, my grandma had the apron but my grandpa didn't so maybe it was just an error So maybe someone just messed mm, up
1: maybe because i think they're supposed to do it they i think they're supposed to have the apron in a little packet that they put next to the body yeah she was wearing it like her hands were oh on well it. she's ready she's ready to go she's like i'm fussing with this in my
0: coffin <laughs> she, she also had a pink coffin oh, cute it was awesome or like her tomb or whatever um what else we got for the temple? Do you want to run through the old uh, the old ceremony where they slip the throat? Do you have info um, on that? Because that's that's what my, my mom told yeah. me. The... So
1: like pre-1990s so there's like so they have tokens which are the handshakes signs names and before like 1990 there were penalties and the penalty was associated with the covenant token signs blah blah blah. So if you revealed it then you would like draw you would make your thumb poke out of your hand out of your fist and then like pantomime slitting your throat with your wrist or pantomime cutting open your bowels for your guts to be spilled and those were like punishments that you covenanted that if you revealed the temple secrets that you would accept the punishment of being your throat slit or your guts disemboweled or both i think i don't know that's like
0: i can like see my i can see my mom doing the gesture like i can see her finger going across her thumb going across her
1: yeah and then they like they like have they have like a chant that they say at the same time or may my life be spilt or may my about be disemboweled like there's like there's yeah so that's why people weren't able to talk about it or didn't want to talk about it or be scared because according mm-hmm. to Brigham Young you could spill somebody else's blood and save their sin like that would be the blood spilt for their sin so that they could make it into heaven so it was like you were accepting that you could be killed for divulging the t- secrets of the temple.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, and it's like everyone like there's like a bear- people are bearing witness to you so like there's that underlying threat that like potentially like if shit got wild and the Mormons were left to their own devices for too long I could probably get like the Salem witch trials yeah. where like, <laughs> you'd be like I saw Amish I
1: whatever. don't doubt that didn't happen Jebediah
0: <laughs> I'm sure yeah I'm sure people have, I'm sure someone has been murdered because someone accused them of going against their temple yeah. covenants or whatever yeah. the hell
1: <sighs> can we move on yeah is that is that it for the temple episode if you have any questions just write
0: in (laughs) yeah there's i'm sure there's stuff we just totally didn't even think about that we're glossing over this has just been in our lives for so Mm -hmm. long but it's the ultimate goal in the religion and i hope you guys learned some stuff and we say these things in the name of jesus christ amen amen
1: is this the place podcast is written recorded and edited at titan tower studios Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.